0: And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci-Fi For Me Radio is live from the bunker. Here we go. The beginning of another busy broadcast week. Here at Sci Fi for Me TV. Welcome everyone. and Thanks very much for joining us. I see Stephanie in the chat already. It is good to be here, at least, sort of, kind of, since it's Monday. And we're glad all of you are here. Whether you're here live or if you're watching this in replay, it's good to have you all here. The comments are on. The chat's open. We do have an email address live from the bunker at sci-fi-for-me.com. We're on all the social medias, and we have a newsletter. You can sign up for that. Uh, there's a link in the com uh, link in the in the description. And also over at me.com. We are broadcasting live to YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And Twitch, we're trying to get up to 100 followers, and we're going to start up our watch parties again. Compiling a list of suggestions of things to watch. Right now, so far, people have suggested Battlefield Earth. Elstree 1977, which is a Star Wars documentary. And uh, I think we're going to try to do a uh, watch party for Psycho Gorman at some point. We'll see about that. We're, we're, we're making our list. In the meantime, we do want you to check out uh, check out the Twitch channel and get, uh, get to following us over there if you've got an account. Coming up on Thursday, April 1st, we're going to start our UFO reports. We are going to uh, we are going to come clean and start detailing out our encounters with UFOs. That starts on April 1st, so you want to be here for that. And just to be clear, we don't engage in April Fool's shenanigans around here. So what? You have a microphone. She has a microphone. She has a microphone and doesn't ever use it.
1: It's no fun. I like having you turn and say,
0: what? And the, complain to me. See, the thing is, people can't see or hear that because you're not. I understand that. Uh-huh. And at
1: the same time, it makes you look like you're a little weird will fluff up your hair. Thanks. Millions. Thanks. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, I was saying the only shenanigans that we will be doing for April 1st is the fact that it will be Office Cat's 19th birthday.
0: Well, and I would love to also say that we're going to have Gina Carano on the show and not have it be an April Fool's gag, but so far we've not been able to get Gina Carano on the show.
1: No, but at least... Office Cat's birthday. Office Cat's birthday.
0: Thing. All right. 19. So we will celebrate Office Cat's birthday. Yes. In the meantime, if you want to listen to this as a podcast, we are on a number of different players. iHeartRadio, Pocket Casts, Amazon, Spotify, Apple, Double Twist, TuneIn, Stitcher and Listen Notes. And it looks like we're still a hit over in Spain. I'm not sure exactly what's going on over there, but uh, we've, had, uh, we've had quite a few people listening to our programs in Spain for whatever uh, reason. So, uh, interesting. Speaking of UFOs, let me do this real quick uh, to begin with. NASA has started putting out videos, uh, recordings, uh, taking data from the Chandra X-ray array, uh, the X-ray telescope, and converting that data into sound. This here is the cat's eye nebula in GC six five four three, what they're calling a sonification. This is X ray telescope data converted to sound. And then here's one. This is the, uh, Uh, Chandra Deep Field South. I'm not sure exactly the deepest image ever taken in x-rays representing over 7 million seconds of Chandra observing time. This is what space sounds like as music. It is a fascinating uh, process that they have used here to convert telescope data into sound. It's, it's, this is, this is the fun stuff. This is the fun stuff. This is the kind of thing that makes me question the judgment of Anyone who thinks that the universe was not designed. It didn't happen by random chance. You can't listen to that kind of thing and think that. All right. Speaking of data and making up data and creating things out of whole cloth, over the last week, Things have come to light with regard to Jeremy Griggs and Geeks and Gamers. Now, let me be very clear here. This is not a hit on Jeremy Griggs. I am not going after Jeremy. I'm not going after Geeks and Gamers. Let's let's be clear about that first. But it's come out that someone has essentially hacked his IMDB listing. We'll get into the details of that uh, here shortly. Now, we don't have uh, an affiliation with Geeks and Gamers, but we do have a history. Back at Star Wars Celebration in 2019, we managed to meet Jeremy on the floor of the event. And through that contact, uh, a number of you came over to our audience. We have found uh, a number of people. You guys have found us and some of you have stuck with us. And in that time, we have gotten our monetization back because of that. And uh, so there, there is a history there. And through that contact, of course, we met Drunk 3PO and Anna, that Star Wars girl, and Midnight's, the guys over at Midnight's Edge, world-class BSers, all, you know, Jeff and Jesse, you know, Mecca, all of, all of these people. We've had contact with them. Have not had very much in terms of collaborating opportunities. You know, I've, I've gone and appeared on a few of their streams on occasion. Now, we've talked back and forth about some different things, different chatter. And with the recent hit piece from Rewriting Ripley, and now part two of that has dropped, last week it appeared that someone uh, was making a concerted effort to associate a number of different YouTube creators together, and as part of this campaign to get them deplatformed look they're all working together they're all in the same group they're all in this alt right movement here they're all part of the part of of jeremy's cabal and whoever has done this has basically put Jeremy in as responsible for a number of different programs for which he is not responsible either as a producer or as a contributor now some of this stuff has been taken off i mean it, it's been fixed since but this this is illustrative of the unreliability of sites like IMDb. Because IMDb is not any different from Wikipedia. Now, IMDb stands for Internet Movie Database. It is a directory of film and television credits. People do the job, and here's the listing for what job they've done. Producer, director, writer, grip, Caterer, stunts, everything. Anything that you do as as a job on a film or television production, it's on, it, it has the possibility that it gets listed on IMDb. I myself have an IMDb listing. It is my professional career resume, I guess, curriculum vitae, if you will. It's got a short bio of who I am, what kind of work that I've done. It's listed various different projects that I have written and produced and directed, short films, feature film. Many of the shows that are here on Sci-Fi for Me TV are listed in this as well because IMDb recently started allowing YouTube programming to be listed here. So as part of my resume, as it were, uh, this is all listed, so Tardis Sauce is here, Foreign Bodies, Triple Bites, Salacious Crumbs, H2O, Good Morning Multiverse, Comet Concarney, all of the shows that I have been a part of as a producer or a host. Uh, many of them, I haven't completely gotten all of the listings up here, uh, but this is a this is a fairly accurate listing of the work that I've done in media production over the years and uh it's most of it is there because i put it there some of it is there because other production companies that i've worked for have put those credits in as part of updating the various different shows that they do extreme water parks for example being one of them and depending on how conscientious the production company is the listings can be Uh, fairly accurate, and sometimes they put them in there, and sometimes they don't. It also depends on what kind of job you did. If we're going to uh, list all of the producers, but we don't list any of the -the below-the-line crew, sometimes I don't get a credit on IMDb. And it really doesn't matter to me. I mean, my star meter rank, such as it is, is right now, let me see if I can get it open here, See rank. My star meter rank right now is 822,958. It's down almost 90,000 spots, points, things, ranks, positions, whatever, I don't know. This is basically a ranking of everybody that's got a listing on IMDb. And IMDb does a couple of things in terms of the purposes that it serves. One of them is to let Mrs. Boss confirm whether or not a particular actor on Star Trek or Stargate has actually been on 90210. She uses it frequently for that. Whenever she sees a familiar face. Yes, I thought so. They were on 90210. Everybody was on 90210 at some point in their career. I was not. I have not been on 90210. I don't plan on being on 90210. If 90210 shows up on my IMDB listing, I'll know that somebody put it there without authorization. And that appears to have been what happened with Jeremy and Ethan Skyver and several others in an attempt... To round up the usual suspects and show some guilt by association that all of this terrible people, part of a head group, and oh, look, they're all working together. Except they're not. Brian Smith with a $20 super chat. My goodness. Thank you very much. He says, thank you for your common sense viewpoints and thought-provoking content. Love you too and all your hard work. Hardest working YouTube channel and sci-fi, if you ask me, rock on. Thank you very much for that. Let me see if I can. Is is that on? Have I got that on? Let me see. Oh fun. Where is it? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Because I wanna, I wanna, I wanna show it off. I wanna show it off. Look at that. A twenty dollar super chat from Brian. Um now using OBS software like we do, I don't have like what we do over at StreamYard where you can just pop one on. Um, so thank you for that, sir. I really appreciate that. That is uh that is very kind of you to say. I'm glad you're enjoying the, the work that we do here. And the, the, the IMDb stuff, <clears throat> over the years, in my 32 years of media, I have frequently run across the complaint that IMDb is not as accurate as it should be. It's not as accurate as a lot of people believe it to be. And the reason for that is because it is just like Wikipedia. In that, anyone who's got an account can update pretty much any listing. And all you need is specific information... Now a lot of people will do that in order to update things and it will be fairly accurate and I think about 90 to 95% of the time you can re- you can generally rely on IMDb listings. But not always as we've seen because somebody and it's been cleaned up now fortunately but you know this takes a lot of work. Somebody took a great deal of time to update everyone's IMDb listing individual episodes of shows like The Quartering and Young Rippa and Drunk 3PO and *Macarandum*. I mean, these are, these are things that take time. They take time to do. And you have to do them... Almost one at a time. It, it's not something, I mean, you can do multiple entries to update a particular listing. So say if I'm going to do an update on Tartar Sauce, I just did one here over the weekend because we dropped a new episode. By the way, Tartar Sauce, we just dropped a new episode and it is now live over at SciFiForMe.com. Talking about the master, 50 years of the master. So I went into IMDb on Saturday after the show, after the episode was live. And I popped in there and I said, okay, we've got this new episode. Here's the title of the episode. Here's everybody that's involved in the episode today. Everybody that's on the panel and in the discussion. Put my credits in there as, the produce, as one of the producers, editor, because I'm responsible for making sure that all of the pieces come together and hit the update. Now I have to fill out every single position on that episode every single time for every single show. So I have to I have to go in to a new, create a new episode and then I have to enter every individual person and the jobs that they do and it is time intensive and somebody took the time to go through and put hundreds of these into IMDB in an attempt to connect various different YouTube creators together probably, I'm assuming probably for the purposes of reinforcing their complaints to YouTube to try to get them deplatformed
1: Now, here's what I'm going to do
0: with permission from Tom over at Midnight's Edge. So here is the Midnight's Edge IMDB listing. Midnight's Edge does a number of different shows on YouTube. Midnight's Edge in the morning, Midnight's Edge after dark. Tom and Andre and Rob and Script Doctor over there doing a really good job of detailing and analysis of various different things going on in fandom and in genre productions, Star Trek, Doctor Who, and such. So with Tom's permission, I'm going to show you how easy it is for anyone to add anything to a listing. and And I'm doing Midnight's Edge rather than one of ours specifically because I don't have anything to do with Midnight's Edge. And as such, I should not be allowed to do what I'm about to do. Now, those of you who are listening to this as a podcast, I'm going to walk walk you through it a little bit. But basically, IMDB gives you a form to fill out where you can click all of the different positions and what kind of changes you need to make. So in this particular case, I'm going to add one credit to the cast list. And I'm going to go all the way down here and hit continue. And then I'm going to type in
1: Mindy Hunt. Boom. And what character she plays? Self. And then I
0: hit check these updates. Oh. Now, here's a pop-up that says the credit has been rejected. And the reason for that is because I didn't add it to specific episodes. Okay. So, let's take a look at a specific
1: episode. Episodes. 2021. Let's add her
0: to this one. Uh, major hit piece against Star Wars. So let's do major hit piece. So let's click the, the list here. And let's put her on the major hit piece against Star Wars YouTubers. Because now it says you have to put her... You you've, you've listed her. You've said she's on the cast... Now you have to tell me what episode she was in. Okay. Now, recheck these updates. Now, the field is green. It's all set to go. Now, I'm not going to finish this because I don't want to go through and mess up everything on on that side of things. But that's how easy it is. All I have to do now is click Submit These Updates. And Mrs. Boss will be added to the cast of one of the Midnight's Edge videos. Now, I'm not going to do that because it's unnecessary at this point. But all I would have to do is click that button. And this information would be sent to IMDb, and IMDb would add it to that show. Without any verification whatsoever that I'm a part of the show, No verification whatsoever that I'm a producer with the channel. No verification that I have any connection to Midnight's Edge whatsoever. And I don't, other than the fact that I've been on some of their streams as a guest. And Tom and I have semi-regular communication and say, hey, how's it going? I don't have any connection to Midnight's Edge. And yet, I can come in here and I can totally screw up their listings if I want. This is how easy it is. And and let me let me be clear too. This is how easy it is to put false data, false information on Wikipedia as well. If you want to smear someone, all you have to do is go into their Wikipedia listing and say, well, so and so and so and so encouraged the so and so, white racism, nationalist racism, sexist, bigot, homophobe. That's how easy it is. Hello, Robert in the chat says, could I give Xenu a screen credit for his appearance in South Park and give Xenu an INDP page? Yes, it's that easy. Anyone can do it. If you have, now, the caveat, you have to have an account
1: through IMDB.
0: There are different ways that you can log in. You have to be logged in to do it. But you do not have to have an IMDB Pro account, which I think is a mistake. I'm also not feeling very comfortable putting a lot of this information out there, to be honest, because we're, sho- we're, we're basically showing people how it's done. But it is a vulnerability. We're showing, we're showing this to show just how vulnerable IMDB is. And we've sent an email to IMDB and say, hey, what processes do you have in place to verify that information that's put in these listings is accurate? So far, we have not
1: heard back.
0: But that's the problem with these sites because a lot of people will look at it and they'll say, okay. Now, the other part of that is that anybody who has an IMDB listing should be monitoring that listing just to make sure that everything on there is accurate. I do that with mine. Because there are other Jason Hunts out in the universe, and there are a few that have listings on IMDb, and with various different jobs and whatnot, the way that IMDb keeps them separate, they put a bunch of Roman numerals after all our names because this is the this is the third listing this is the third Jason Hunt that's been added to IMDb we just did uh, I just added Leslie Walker one of the co-hosts of Foreign Bodies she is roman numeral number 6 because there are five other Leslie Walkers already listed on IMDb so you have to be careful that you're making you got to make sure that you're listing the right person Especially if there are more than one that have the, the same name. Whenever we're doing tartar Sauce, I got to make sure that I've got the right Sean Collins. Because I've looked at my IMDB before and I see a couple of credits like, hey, that's not me. I didn't work on that show. So I can go back in and I can clean it up and I can correct. And that's what that's what Jeremy has done. Jeremy over at the quartering has done his part. Ethan Van has done his part. So all of the all of the erroneous information for the most part has been cleaned up and deleted and gone. But the fact that somebody was able to do that and somebody took took the time to do that with malicious intent tells me that IMDB needs to put some more safeguards in place. Whether that's uh two-factor authorization or you can only do updates if you have a pro account I mean there there are various different ways that you can address that but I think that it should be addressed and the fact that IMDB is owned by Amazon doesn't doesn't make things any better uh, Stephanie Janitor says it ruins my theory. I'd be curious what that theory is, Stephanie. You feel free to share that. Mazur says I haven't contributed to it in 15 years, but doesn't IMDb have the ability to show you who updated what, like other usernames? Um, I don't know that it does. Uh, the bio when you, when the biographical information. That one does, because if I go into my full bio here on mine, let me show you this, it does say mini biography by Jason P. Hunt. So if somebody were to come in here and do something there, then yeah, um, but for the most part, any listing in a a production credit, there is no record of who does what kind of update to that. IMDB might have that in the background because they do keep track of all your contributor updates. So, if I if I were to go in, I go into my contributor history, I can see all of the updates that I that I have done. I can see all of the updates I've submitted. So, there is a database at least in part, that keeps track of what you have submitted, what changes you have submitted. So I would imagine that you could dig up the information and find out just who did all of the shenanigan work. Now, what consequences come from that, I wouldn't be able to tell you. It would be an interesting question to ask somebody from IMDb to find out what's going on. But IMDb has not been 100% accurate for a very long time. Well, they've never been 100% accurate. But their accuracy has gone down over the last 5, 16 years. Uh, Stephanie says, My theory is that only pro subscribers could mess with entries, which would lead me to look at Lucasfilm as the culprit. Yeah, um, it's a good theory. It's a nice, It's a nice thought that you would have to have a pro account. And I do... But I have been able to submit updates without the pro account as well. Before I had a pro account, all I got to do is just sign up for an IMDb account. And you're good to go. Uh, Robert says, Zeno's referenced in American Dad and the Michael Knowles show, but South Park isn't mentioning it. Uh, You know, there there are ways to do it. IMDb lists characters. So you could do a search by James T. Kirk and you could see all of the different places where James T. Kirk is referenced as a character in a show, whether it's Star Trek or someplace else. Uh, See, there are a number of ways that you can search the database. (coughs) Excuse me. But the interesting part of this is the fact that it is so... Open and vulnerable to abuse. I'm really surprised that it doesn't get abused more often. The fact that this kind of thing has happened this time tells me that it is now going to be a new front in the cancel culture battle. Don't think that this is going to be a one-off. This is not going to be just the only time that something like this happens. So due diligence out there, folks, if you have an IMDB listing at all for any reason whatsoever, keep an eye on it. Whether you use it or not, whether it is something that is current as part of your career or if it's just something in your past, Especially if it's something in your past and you haven't maintained it, double check it because anybody can add anything. I can go into let's say mazarus if you're if you're saying that you've got one, I could go into for example, I could go into Mazarus's listing and I could go into the quotes section and I could add a quote and I could quote Mazarus as saying. Everybody with red hair should be burned. You know, I could, I could do anything. Mazers has never said that to my knowledge. But I can make up things. And I could leave those breadcrumbs to paint a particular picture if I want to damage your reputation. And it looks like that that's what was in play here. Uh, and says, ironically, I have red hair. <laughs> That's good to know. Uh, so, now, see, now, Mazur, here's what you do. If there's ever an opportunity for us to meet in person, since you have red hair, you should get someone who is of African-American descent to pretend to be you, and take your place, since that's what happens to gingers. Just say, <laughs> right? I mean, if I mean, if, if you know, we if we hold to if we hold to Hollywood tradition right now. Anyway, so that, that that's that's basically look the anything. Anything on IMDb, look at it with a grain of salt unless you have been directly involved with something as a project or if you know the people who are involved or if you if you watched that or, or, or had anything to do with it as as part of the production. The only way that you're going to know if it's accurate is to is to have been there. And, you, and, and there is a certain amount of trust that has to be used when it comes to the IMDB listings. Now, I go in and I look at mine and I make sure that everything that's there is supposed to be there and what's not supposed to be. So far, nobody's done anything to mine. Like I said, I've had a couple of them that were inaccurate, you know, the wrong the wrong Jason Hunt credited on the show. I've had a couple of shows show up and I was like, I didn't work on that one. But for the most part, you know, malicious intent has not really been in play in terms of IMDB, but I expect that to change because it just did. And this is not going to be the only time and the Geeks and Gamers crowd, the Phantom Menace people, they are not going to be the only targets I fully expect that critics of Star Wars are not going to be the only ones who fall victim to this. Critics of Doctor Who, critics of Star Trek, critics of woke politics in Hollywood, anybody who is outspoken with an unpopular opinion could be a target. And yes, Stephanie, it is very scary. Not because you not because of the actual process of creating these listings. That's malicious. It could be just a nuisance. But why? You've got to you've got to dig into the why of it. What would what would be the purpose? What would be the goal? Who benefits? That's always that's always one of those questions. Follow the money and who benefits? And again, this gets back to what I've said about cancel cult. It's about power. It's about control. If we can set up and establish a narrative to make somebody look to be so odious and reprehensible, then we can make that case that these people need to be unpersoned and deplatformed. Look at how terrible they are. Look at what they're involved in. Look at what somebody has said, whether it's true or not. And as we're starting to see with a certain particular electoral process, as the story unfolds and as information comes out, the story changes. And when people start making accusations of racism or sexism or bigotry or homophobia or transphobia or whatever else fill in the blank, those accusations generally don't come with proof. Those accusations don't generally come with evidence. But if you can manufacture it out of whole cloth, Wikipedia, IMDb, because IMDb is obscure Folks, it's not something that people generally think of to look up something about someone. So if somebody wanted to make up something about you, and if you're in the media business, if you've had any connection at all with anything having to do with either YouTube or Hollywood or you know movies or TV or whatever, and if I wanted to make up something about you and just let it sit, all I got to do is just pop something onto your IMDB listing, just a little obscure thing. And six months from now, a year from now, pop that up and oh, look, look at what they said back here in this thing. It is scary. This is 1984. This is rewriting history. This is the Bureau of Information sitting there saying we are going to change the information. We've always been at war with East Asia. Mazur says, unless IMDb puts safeguards in place, this is going to affect all walks of movie life and multiple fandoms we haven't even heard of. Yes, it it has the potential of doing so. Now, I have seen some complaint threads in the support pages over at IMDb. People have sat there and said, this should not stand. This cannot stand. This abuse of the IMDb system should be dealt with. So, we're going to continue to press IMDB for some answers. We're going to continue to email them and say, hey, what are you doing to make sure that all of this is relatively secure? You can't secure it 100% of the time, all the time, everywhere. But at least you can put some safeguards in place to make sure that people don't abuse it so egregiously like what we just saw last week because that is, you know, for somebody to sit and take the time to update hundreds and I, hundreds of episodes at different shows and different channels and different creators for the people to take that kind of time. That's dedication to some kind of up. There has to be something more to it than just hacking an IMDb listing. What's the purpose behind it? And the timing of it to me is also suspicious because it happens just as we get the second episode of the Rewriting Ripley podcast, which doubles down on the accusations and allegations against the Phantom menace. At least that's my understanding. I haven't sat and listened to it. I don't want to give them the time. I don't want to put them in my headspace. I don't want them to benefit from the attention.
1: Maser says, inexorably,
0: this can lead us to being completely unable to know what the truth is, what the mass media is already doing. Yes, that's an excellent point. That's exactly, that's exactly what this is going to do. And the purpose
1: of it, create doubt.
0: Create doubt in what is truth. What is truth? your truth my truth absolute truth
1: i absolutely maintain that there
0: is such a thing as absolute truth i think that there are people in this world who deny that there's absolute truth they want to they want you to they want you to accept their truth My truth, based on my perceptions, based on my needs, based on my expectations. It's rather self-centered, if you ask me. But it's also about control. My truth supersedes your truth. And you need to accept my truth because that allows me to control the narrative. My truth is more true than your truth. My truth is more acceptable than your truth. So I get to say, I get to drive the narrative. Dangerous territory that we're getting into here, folks. And it's not just fandom. It's not just Star Wars. It's not just Star Trek or Doctor Who. It's not just comic books. It's not just Comics Gate or Gamergate or whatever the next controversy is going to be in fandom.
1: It's not just the Relos.
0: It's not just any one particular group. The cancel cult is active in every aspect of our lives. Entertainment,
1: academia, our news media, our government, it must be stopped. How we do that, where those answers come from, couldn't tell you. I don't have all those answers.
0: Be nice if I did. I could charge for it. No, I think I'd give those away for free because these guys must be stopped. Stephanie asked, do you think somebody inside the story group did it? That would be pure speculation on my part, but maybe... There is a question as to whether or not Lucasfilm's former social media manager might have been responsible for the rewriting Ripley article. I don't know that for a fact. That is a rumor. Uh, Buckman, what was her name? Michelle Buckman. We don't know that she's got any connection to any of these people, although you can draw lines of connection between them via social media. But that doesn't necessarily mean that they've worked together on this at all. It doesn't, in, it doesn't prove collaboration. It implies it, but it doesn't prove it. Now, I'm not going to make any kind of an accusation here that I can't back up because that would be irresponsible. But there are a lot of questions, and there are a lot of suspicious coincidences. And what was it it, it, the doctor said? Always always be suspicious of coincidences? I don't know where I heard that. Coincidences are not always coincidences. And the timing, like I said, the timing of this to me is very suspicious. Because this has to have been planned. It's not something you just sit down one day and go, oh, I think I'm going to do... I think I'm going to do some some hacking on IMDb. I mean, you've got to have the episode information. You've got to have all sorts of, of uh, research to do to list all of, these, all of these episodes by title and have the people that are involved and put all of that stuff together. Uh, even if you're making up credits, you have to put some of them in there that are accurate in order to sell the lie. This was planned, and the question now is, is it part of a bigger plan? Is this part of an operation that is just starting to unfold? I think it is. Did it get caught in time? Did it get stopped in time? We'll see. I think a lot of it will be determined by the fallout, the reaction, the response to the continued slander from the rewriting Ripley people. Now, we're not big enough to have been caught in all of that, fortunately. One of these days, I fully expect that we're going to get a target on our backs. But until such time, we will do what we can to continue delivering whatever programming we're able to do here so i don't know Yeah, stephanie i don't i don't believe very much in coincidences either so i i think i think it is whether it's a reaction to something else it does feel like it's a maneuver it does feel like that it is uh, uh i don't want to say shots fired but it's some kind of a, of a something as part of a bigger effort. Uh, and I do think that the goal is to discredit all of these YouTube creators. To discredit both Jeremy's, uh, Geeks and Gamers, Jeremy Griggs and Jeremy over the quartering to discredit Anna, to discredit Drunk3PO. I think the timing of the, the news about Gina's firing was specifically to do harm to the charity stream that Drunk3PO was hosting that night. I think that they're specifically... I I didn't see, oddly enough, I did not see Star Wars theory get caught up in any of that. But everybody else was there. Ryan Kennel, Young Rippa who's not connected in any way with any of these guys. But it's the critics of The Last Jedi, and that seems to be the touchstone. That's the lightning rod. The Last Jedi is the, the fixed point in time. I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry. Everything seems to center around that. The relationship between Kylo Ren and Ray with regard to the RayLos. And the Raylos are the ones that are doing this podcast. The Raylos also stalking Adam Driver, getting on social media, wishing for harm to befall Adam Driver's wife so that he can get together with Daisy Ridley. These people are
1: unbalanced. I'll be charitable. They need help. They need medical and psychological help. They are unwell. And anybody that falls victim to it, you have my sympathy, Stephanie. I'm sorry to hear that that happened to you
0: you won't be the last it will come again and the i don't i don't know i don't know what the answer is to stop them i don't know what the answer is to stop any of these people i do have a recommendation For those of you who want to understand a little bit more about what they're doing, read Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals. Because some of the tactics that I'm seeing these people employ are right
1: out of that playbook. We need to understand the enemy if we are to defeat
0: the enemy. The rules of engagement continue to change. The goal posts continue to be moved and shifted. The rules change. The playing field changes. Eventually, they will come for each other because... This kind of thing always ends up in a circular firing squad. They'll start attacking each other once they're done attacking everybody else. Their their primary targets are the ones that threaten them the most. Once they eliminate those, in theory, then they go after the, the minor nuisances, and then all
1: that's left is each other. It will happen. It's already happening. Stephanie suspects that Pablo Hidalgo is behind this. It could very well be.
0: It could go higher than that. It may not go that high. Hidalgo likely,
1: maybe, has a hand in it. Or at the very least, is
0: aware of it. Mazur says circular firing squad, or as we call it in the video gaming world, a death match. You you remember that uh, you remember that claymation TV series on what was it on MTV? Oh, yeah, death, yeah. Match. death match, celebrity death match. How about somebody? And maybe this is something for Perry Chan, a celebrity death match between Kathleen Kennedy. And Ryan Johnson.
1: Who would win?
0: I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully it doesn't get too terribly ugly between now and when everybody decides that common sense should prevail. Which is going to be a long time coming. At least for another couple of years, folks. It is going to be... Uh, it's going to be a bumpy ride, so buckle up. So anyway, all right, that's going to do it for us right now. Later on in the day, coming up tonight, uh, Mr. Harvey and I, we've got a new H2O podcast. Tonight we're going to be talking about titles. The importance of good titles. Titles for books, titles for movies, titles for TV shows, What's in a Name? We'll be talking about that tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 Central. And then tomorrow night, Star Wars News on an all-new Salacious Crumbs, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 Central. And then on Thursday, a new Ranker Pit talking about the news and rumors. And a special edition because we're going to have some action figure photographers join us. And we'll be uh, we'll be talking about that. Um, not we haven't got the full roster uh, put together on that yet, but we will have uh, we will have some uh, some friends drop in to talk about their action figure photography. You can find a number of them over on Instagram. So we'll be bringing them in Thursday night. That'll be a fun conversation. Something that we haven't been able to do very much for quite uh, late. Uh, So we'll be doing that. And then we've got a brand new foreign bodies coming on Saturday, 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Mr. Harvey and Mrs. Walker in Canada again this week. The last episode, uh, week before last, they were looking at the work of David Cronenberg. So you can check that out. And uh, we will continue our examination of horror from Canada This coming Saturday. So we invite you to check all of those videos out. We do have seven shows in production here at Sci-Fi for Me TV. Hopefully there's one that you can enjoy and share with your friends. In the meantime, we do invite you to subscribe if you haven't already. If you have subscribed, make sure that's still in place. Because people are being unsubscribed. And I don't care what YouTube says. Somebody is taking subscriptions away. So make sure that you're still subscribed, have your notifications turned on, sign up for our newsletter. And remember, in the meantime, there is a big difference between what you do for someone and what you do to someone. And as always, there are four lights. Back tomorrow. This has been a presentation of Sci-Fi For Me Radio copyright 2021 by flaming dog media llc all rights reserved no portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of flaming dog media